There, no. there it is. I was waiting for the little ding. Ding. Um, no, man. Uh, another another Steve Jeltz upon us. Um, I don't know. It's been uh, it's been fun. I know we've uh, had some different things uh, kick around here that we we want to talk about. Um, I don't know. What do you want to start with? Let's start with the thing that's really pissing me off. Uh, I figured that's where you're going. <laughs> so now the question that I that I pose to you is which thing do you think is really pissing me off the most that I want to start with? Because we Well, I, okay, right now I'm I'm gonna preface this by saying it can't be the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, no. and when no. we'll get into we'll get into that. Can't be that. Um no. it can't be the Philadelphia Eagles in general, just because no. football's around the corner and right. uh see and and you know and things are looking promising. However, it could be one of two major things for involving football. One, I would say maybe the recent release of another Madden football title or preseason slash joint practice slash whatever you want to call it at this point. Football. So let's let's start with that one because I, I'm gonna build to the to the crescendo that's going to be my scathing review of Madden. Okay, yeah. So this, this yeah. though is is the thing that's really pissing me off at the moment and has a more what's the word I'm looking for here. There's a lot more hypocrisy that goes into this, and there's a lot more um real real world issues that come from this. So you know, I, I'll let you kind of lead into it. We were we've been talking about about what's going on and 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 what was your what was your take on the whole preseason situation this year? Okay, well, I'm just going to say this in general. So, preseason football, I've never been a fan of. As long as I've been a football fan, as big as a football fan I've ever been, I just don't care for it. Um, it's boring. Um, you end up seeing a lot of third string practice squad. You know, maybe people that are fighting for a roster spot, but if they're fighting for a roster spot, it's going to be a backup. It's going to be a fourth wide out. It's going to be something that I hate to say it is inconsequential to the roster that's already built. So you don't ever get to see the guys anymore. If you do, it's for a series um, during the entire preseason. It's just, it's not very long. So it makes for some very boring football. Um, you know, and again, I'm not saying that like everything about it's not exciting. It's just it's just not what I like to watch. And I'm not the first person. Right? I've heard this from other people, people that are big football fans or people that are just really have gotten into football the last few years. Um, heard that comment made by somebody who was not really a football fan, but has really picked up on it the last couple of years. Say, hey, yeah, I was really excited that there was games back on. I flipped on preseason game. And my God, that was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I was like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> So yeah, and then you come into this season, and you basically you're you're what because you're down to what three preseason games, mm -hmm. right per team, um, yep. where it used to be four, and um, historically anyway, and uh, now you have this joint practice thing. So I'm really curious on your thoughts on this because I know you're not a fan of it. So I'm gonna I am gonna say this though, preseason games are important, and for the reason like I'm de I'm a degenerate. I literally sat there and watched the first two games. Now, I was at work, um, but I went on to completely legitimate websites and watched both games, the whole thing. Well, as much as I could while I was at work. 
I enjoy them. It is a it's a means to an end. It's it's terrible. Like as far as I feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't ever pay full price for or you should really honestly I guess you have to charge so you can pay the staff that's working at the games at the preseason games, but the fact that NFL teams charge full price for tickets and for parking and everything is bullshit for a preseason game. Because like you said, you're not seeing the, you know, you're not seeing the, the your starters. You're not seeing maybe even your second string more than like one or two uh, series, but it is important. And, and why it's important. And I'll give you, I'll give you a name right off the top of my head. Reed Blankenship. Reed Blankenship last year makes the team as an undrafted free agent, made an impact during preseason games and training camp, and now he's your starting safety, right. one of your starting safeties. So and I think – yeah, no, go ahead. It definitely um, has a purpose, but when you combine that, when you say, look, we're doing all these things in the, in the name of player safety, we are making them wear the the – Helmet covers, which, hey, I'm 100% for during practice and everything. Mm -hmm. They've shown that it it does make a marked difference in the reduction of concussions and absolutely 100% for it. But you go and you do all these things in the name of player safety, remove two-a-days. You take down the amount of days they can hit. You do this, you do that. And then you allow them to have joint practices with other teams that amount to scrimmages and you let them actually have scrimmages in the weeks leading up to playing against that team. So you've essentially played three games in one week. That's not healthy. You cannot do that to your players. The Eagles against the Browns had six injuries. They had less injuries than that the entire preseason last year. Now, let's not pretend that the Eagles didn't make out exceptionally, like, insanely well on the injury front last year. They really made out well. Hurts missed two games, right? Mm -hmm. uh, trying to think who else. There was a couple players that missed games here and there. Lane yeah, Johnson, but it wasn't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot, and it was very, very lucky, basically. Right. There were no season-ending injuries, which we've already seen two of in um, Sean Bradley – and um, oh, what the hell's his name? The the cornerback, um, Zach McPherson. Both rupture and, their Achilles. And we've also had a retirement too. So yep, Miles Jack retired. Which we, we talk, can we talk about that real quick? Mm -hmm. Like to interrupt this. I am one hundred percent for it. I support him. I think. Hey man, you realized either a you didn't have it anymore, or b you didn't have the love of the game anymore, and you didn't waste anybody else's time. You said, you know what? Yeah, I'm cooked. No, I'm I, from I'm all out. accounts, he's going back to school, trade school. So, right. So good for good him. For him. I, you know, people have been talking shit on him online. No, get the hell out of here with that. Yeah, like, made, he made his money, and that was his. Uh, that was his uh, thing. He wanted to uh, go back to trade school. I, I can't remember exactly what the article said. Yeah, uh, I, I, like I think, plumbing and electricity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, before we uh, go too far down, uh, before, before I forget my. My little uh, thought on that too, but with the uh, back on the preseason stuff and talking about the injuries and whatnot, and I think that's uh, that that's probably a, a, a I don't know it's uh, the the necessary evil there, and it sucks because it's like you have players 
like you said, getting hurt a lot more frequently than what happened last year. Um, but I guess luckily it's not your first string guys. Um, it sucks. You know, it's like you, you have double edged swords. Like you'd love to see those guys play, but now it's like, now you have the injury bug clicking up and it's like, well, you know, what if Jalen goes down in a preseason right. game? Could you imagine the backlash? Oh, he's not playing. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. And so what, what they need to do is fine. You want to do away with two a days. Great. Fantastic. You want to, you want to keep the, the preseason games. Great. Fantastic. Stop the joint practices that turn into scrimmages because two days of that plus your game again, three games in a, in a week, which football is not meant to be played like that. There's a no. reason that football players only play one game a week, which leads me to a whole nother discussion about Thursday night football, but we'll, we'll talk about that on another pod because I could go on for two or three <laughs> hours on that fucking mess. But that's that's the thing, man. If you're going to be in the name of player safety, be in the name of player safety. And I get it. Like, you know, you got you can't not hit in preseason. You got to get used to it. You got to get your guys ready. You got to get your guys going. Then you know what? Do away with the preseason games. Mm-hmm. If you want to join, have joint practices, have scrimmages, but do away with the preseason games because nobody and they'll never do that because they don't want to get rid of their their TV revenue because they still get TV revenue for, for putting the preseason games on. But you know what, man? Do you want your players to be safe and ready for the season so that you have a good product the entire way through the season? Or do you want your players to not be safe and be sloppy and be getting hurt and then not have a good product for the first two to three weeks while your starters who aren't playing in the preseason anyway get up to speed? Right, exactly. Um I was just really curious. You said that too about the TV ratings, and um, you know it, it. It kind of, you know, made me look. So real quickly, and again, I'm just kind of, you know, real doing a quick search here. We did not do my. We didn't do our homework, so my apologies on this one. No, no. Um, during the regular season, the average viewership of NBC Sunday Night Football uh, is roughly in the 18 uh, to 20 million viewer range. It's been that way for the last five years. So obviously, very heavily watched um, programming. The Sunday night football uh, game that took place recently between the Saints and the Chargers uh, drew between one and two million. So you're looking at, you know, a fraction. You're talking five to 10 percent of that audience. So I'm sure there's revenue there, obviously. Um, it's not going to be nearly as high as it would be with uh, regular season. Um, but I've always been a fan, at least recently, I should say, of completely the same things, deep six preseason football. Now, whether there's been talks of adding, let's kill preseason football, let's add another week. Is that the right answer? I don't know, because now you're just adding another, you know, really grinding game to another already, you know, grinding schedule. Because they've already added a week. Um, you know, I would imagine at some point you're you're going to see the playoffs get dragged out even further. Um, just, I, I just assume, making a grand assumption there, just because that's what people really watch. So the you know and it's money hungry, right? I mean, yeah. so I mean, would that be the thing? Do you do you do you kill the preseason? Do you add a week to the regular season and also add a week to the postseason? Uh, what do you do? I mean, you can't. I know, I know. You, it's it's so. Look, if they so I I feel like 
eventually, within the next five to ten years, another regular season game will be added, a preseason game will be eliminated. But you can't this look, this isn't the NHL, it's not the NBA. You can't extend the NFL postseason any longer than it's already extended. Right. It's it's too long. No, no more teams in. You don't need more teams. I understand the league wants parity and the league wants this and the league wants that. Unless there's an expansion, a further expansion, which I hope to God there's not. But unless there's a further expansion, there is no need to add more teams to the playoffs. No, and and, and it's and it's crazy, like you said. It's not like uh, it's not like hockey. It's not whatever. But um, this is one thing where I think baseball got right with adding this additional wild card thing. I mean, maybe maybe I have rose colored glasses for saying that, knowing how the Phillies got in last year. Um, but I, I do think they got it right because you have you do have more exposure. You have more teams, uh, particularly in a season that's 162 games. Right. There should be a little bit more opportunity to make the playoffs there. Well, and that's the thing, man, like 100%, because the deal is this, a hockey season, a baseball season, an NBA NBA season, 82 games, 83 games, 162 games, there's series, there's a reason that it's a playoff series, because once you get in and once you get hot, anything can happen. We saw that, like you said, with the Phillies last year. Football is so is so unique in that every week is the series. There's no, you know, every every game is game seven, right? If you will. So you can't you can't do a gigantic bracket like like NCA wants to or are, are they doing? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's weird. You have your 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 you know the with the BCS and the way that that stuff, you know, flakes down, they're kind of going to that, that route. It works really, really well in basketball, obviously. And it's basketball is about darn near perfected it. And they, they find ways to even add to it with playing games. And and they just do a really, really phenomenal job of that. But football is really, really tough. I mean, you would basically have to, their season's shorter anyway. And look, these are college folks still. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. Right. Um, you know, let's uh, you you would have to like whittle their season down to like what eight games, to do some kind of tournament style thing. I mean, I I don't know, I don't know how that works. I mean, and as it, as it stands now, we've already got teams that have that have been getting into the playoffs at five hundred and less than five hundred. Mm-hmm. The answer for the NFL is not more playoff teams. We're we're right where we need to be. If you want to add more teams to the league, maybe we can talk about it. But we've got to be adding four, te- four teams. I would say six teams. Yeah, which I don't want to see that anyway, because then you're further diluting the product, and you're not. You're just not going to have the quality games that you're. You know, I mean, right now, like I said, you're already getting teams that are that are sub. We've had sub five hundred teams making the playoffs, and once you get in, hey, whatever happens, happens. But how pissed off would we be? If the Eagles somehow end up with the second seed in the NFC and they end up playing like say the Cardinals somehow win the West. And if they if they win the West, that means that everybody fucking collapsed. <laughs> so exactly. 
I mean, the the Cardinals, and I really don't think the Cardinals are capable of winning more than like six games. Yeah. So like everybody in the West has collapsed. The Cardinals are getting in at six and eleven, and then we somehow some fluke happens and we lose to them. Right? Yeah. How pissed off would you be that your team ran? You know, pretty much ran the table, did what they needed to do. Yeah, they missed out on the on the number one seed, but. Then they get eliminated in the fucking wild card round of the playoffs by the goddamn Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Gannon's Arizona Cardinals, mind you. Oh, I would, dude, <laughs> the most punchable face aside from Pete Carroll. Like, <laughs> and I'm putting him ahead of Pete Carroll because fuck him for what he did to us in the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, like, no, nah, there's no, there's no way we can't, we can't get to that level. So no, no, leave it um, no. Um, okay. Um, but on the football note though, um, you know, you and I have uh, traded some notes on the latest iteration of Madden yes. and, um, let's, uh, let's just go with it. I mean, I know we typically stick to just pure sports here, but look, Madden, <sighs> Madden is in a way in its own entity of sport, not just because it's a football game, but well, honestly, because it, it's a highly popular esports title as well. So I don't think we're cheating here. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. It's just making me want to hit myself in the head with a tack hammer. Um, so last year, with the passing of John Madden, I felt the need to go out and get Madden. For the first time, bought Madden damn near release date. Um, for the first time in God, I couldn't tell you. I think the last one I bought, I think we figured it out the other day. It was like 2009. It was the one where Brett Favre was on the cover. And originally they printed the cover with him in the Packers uniform. And then they came back and you could download a PDF of him in the Jets uniform. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and print it out for your system. Um, <laughs> who the fuck actually did that? <laughs> but maybe Jets fans. Jets fans were the only ones who did that. Um, but this is the first one I've gotten new since then. So, like I've gotten at launch. And I sat down and and we've discussed multiple times, you know, how many times I've gone through my NFL 2K5, you know, I've gone through the, the franchise mode in that time and time and time and time again. Um, looking at my Xbox 360 on my bookshelf here. Uh, it's it's done well for me, right? I gave it a shot, and I was, I'll say, somewhat impressed. I enjoyed it enough that that I've been continuously playing it, uh, whether it's just out of habit or whether it's because I actually enjoy it. Who knows? But it's still it, it still had some issues with it, even though it was a fun game, it was enjoyable, and and I liked playing it. There were still some some issues with it that I that I saw and I'm like, wow, it's, it's 2022 at the time. And they still haven't figured out how to fix this stuff. Like there's still only three, there was still only three slots in every trade, right? You could only trade um, this year and next year's draft picks. And again, you can only go three things at a time. So if you had a player and two picks, you wanted to trade, that was it. You couldn't go mm -hmm. any further than that. Um, there was still some, some, Random ass glitches that would pop up. Uh, the kicking arc where you aim your kicks would disappear. And it wasn't a it wasn't like a feature of the stadium where like some of them the other team will have home field advantages. 
And if they get the momentum meter going far enough, it'll mess with your game. Like your, your passing icons will disappear or you won't be able to see the play art before the snap, stuff like that. And it's pretty cool. Like it shows how the crowd affects the team. Right. But it wasn't that it was just that the game was glitching because it sucked. Um, you know, there was random things where people would get stuck on IR. People would get, um, you know, you'd go to upgrade a player and you would have the right amount of points and it would say, oh, we're sorry, you don't have enough points to do this. So you would have to go edit the player, change their position, save it, change it back, save it, and then you could go and upgrade your player. So basically, um, with what you're telling me so far, and I'm just, just so we kind of have a little quick little recap on 22, everything you found was pretty minor. For the most part, there was no... There were no crashes, um, which that was that's the thing that I that was my bugaboo with 2K5 is the game would crash and then I would stop playing it at that point because I would make so much progress and not save because why save would you yeah, save? Yeah. yeah. And um so I, I've actually had entire season like entire seasons wiped out because <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. But uh so anyway, Madden 23. Good game, some little stupid shit, some some stuff that I figured would have been taken away by now, but whatever, it, it was enjoyable. Right. So I get 24 because the trailers look good, and they were saying, "Oh man, it's it's going to be uh, this is our make or break year." You know, we have NCAA coming out next year, so we want to make sure that we're on top of our game so that we can integrate uh, NCAA and we can make it like a seamless transition between the two and dude it's gotten worse mm. they have fixed some things you can now trade up to i want to say seven or eight players or picks or whatever you can trade like multiple years in the future that is one of the things that i've seen that's been good uh we discuss music in games all the time there's no default music, so you either have the soundtrack of whatever the, the rap songs are where they're rapping about football. Like It's not even songs you would hear on the radio. It's right. like just these weird-ass songs. And then if you don't like any of them and you turn them off, there's no default. There's no basic. So it's just silence in the menus. I've had the game crash so far on me this year. Um, I've had some glitches where, again... The kicking arc, the you know where I'm aiming my kicks, disappears, never shows up for the entire game. I was told that uh, the Eagles defeated Philadelphia in Week One, <laughs> which was interesting. Um, so you know there was just, and then there was players that were laying on the ground that looked like they had got they were statues and they got knocked over and they just stayed on the ground like, like you know. I, I wish this was video so you could see the like the pose yeah the, yeah 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 it well it, and it's kind of funny too because well first of all your comment about the 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 Eagles beating Philadelphia and I, I even mentioned this to you over text let's let's not kid ourselves here a lot of modern day broadcasters sound about that good so yeah, um, yeah. but uh, so maybe they were trying to go for some realism there but the he. Uh, the, the the statuesque thing, but there's something else in that vein too that you told me that just made me laugh, with the uh, the helmet 
and oh, the hair. And the hair sticking through the helmet. <laughs> yeah, like Gardner Minshew. I was playing uh, the preseason game, the upcoming preseason game for the for the Eagles. That's coming up on Thursday. Um, we're playing the the Colts, and Gardner Minshew's hair was sticking through his helmet, like through <laughs> the back of his helmet. It reminded me of a bad. You know how you know how wrestling games have gotten really good graphically, but they still cannot do hair. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me very much of that. Yeah, it's um, very rigid. It just doesn't look right. It never flows correctly. No, um, no. It, he looks like a hedgehog. Really, <laughs> like he's got like this hair just flint, just sticking out the back of his helmet. Um, and there's just other there's other little gra- little graphical glitches. There's other commentary glitches, like and this is this goes back to last year, and I'm sure it goes back even further than that, but. You'll get say you're up big, and your team gets a gets an interception, and they'll say like, "Oh, the um, the defense what was it? I guess uh, the offense will come out on the field and say, well, even though they're down big, the de- their defense is still playing, and they were able to give them the ball back.'" Let's see if they can actually catch up and win this game or something. <laughs> like, dude, I'm winning 45 to three. I don't know how much more I need to catch up. So, yeah. Like, and, you know, I've noticed that too. And I, th- I know you have too, but not probably not as frequent and maybe not as glaring. But with uh, like MLB the show, mm-hmm. um, where the, the commentary is like completely off for what just happened. Yeah. Or, or, or it's, or it's uh, stuck on like, still talking about something with a previous batter or at least in that same vein, maybe not exactly that way, but it's like something happened already. The, the, there was a quick first pitch hit and then boom. And then it's like the, the conversation kept going and then it's like, Oh, so-and-so is up. And it's like, well, he's been up for three pitches already. Right. You know, it's not bad, but it's like, you know, one of those little oddball things that happens at times. So I could see that. Um, Wrestling games were that way too, though. I mean, the commentary can tend to be very stale, uh, very repetitive, um, and you know maybe that's the nature of it. But to me, Madden has always been the pinnacle of sports games. I'm not saying it's ever been my favorite; um, it never has been. Uh, but that that's like what at this point? What are we on year like thirty of it? If not, I mean, we're, we're very close. You'd um, think they would have gotten this down. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> years of Madden. 35? I don't know. 35. 35, okay, okay. And yeah. it was 30, 35, somewhere along there. So Madden's been out. Madden has been alive in some way, shape, or form since or for 35 years now. Yeah. And you're right. There was a point where it was the gold standard of sports games. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it, it's just, it's gotten to the point where they're not innovating enough. And what they're doing is they take away, they take away features and then they make this big deal when they bring them back. Like they, they had gotten rid of the training camp mini games that you would have that you used to have all it was just a standard feature they got rid of it it wasn't in 2023 i don't know when it disappeared from the game but Mm -hmm. they brought them back this year and they're really good and it's cool that they're back but at the same time 
why did they go away in the first place? Right. They didn't really it, change them much when you brought them back. I, I was wondering that too. It's like you take a feature away. What did you exactly add? Dude, all right. You know, Madden 2006. Okay. Madden 2006, when it released for the Xbox, PS2, and GameCube, fully fleshed out game, fantastic. A great, a great Madden game, right? When it came out for the 360, I, I specifically remember bringing it to your house and we played it on like Christmas Eve or Christmas. And something happened in the game. There was a play that, that where something didn't look right. And I remember going to challenge the play and they didn't have challenges in the game. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Not only did they not have challenges in the game, there was no franchise mode. <laughs> there was no commentary aside from like a, a disembodied radio voice. There was no fucking Madden. In that game. John Madden didn't say a fucking word in that game. Okay. We're not, it's not quite that bad. The, the 2024 it's definitely a playable game but i've been seeing stuff online i know i had trouble initially when i installed it it was running really jankily i'm making up words now but it was like it was chugging at certain points where it shouldn't have and everything and i had it in performance mode not graphics mode and so i moved it from my m.2 to the main storage on the console and it started running better. It still has a little some some graphical hiccups here and there as far as performance wise, but by and large, it's it's running well. Um, but I've seen people just having nothing but crashes, having all kinds of issues with it, and it shouldn't be that way. It's a triple A yeah. title. It, yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't at all. It's the triple A title <clears throat> if you want to call it for sports games. Unless, I mean, I guess maybe FIFA is now. Maybe, um, maybe. 2k basketball is now but it's you know there's just so much it should be so much fucking better by this point yeah not the first you know madden of this generation it should be better um okay so last thing on madden i do have a question though um the eagles as far as using them as a team Mm -hmm. Comparative to maybe realistically, anyway, do they seem looks wise good, ratings wise decent? I mean, looks wise good, ratings wise not really. Oh, that's the other thing. You know what? Let me let me rail on this for a minute too, because I I almost forgot about this. The roster size is limited to seventy five in the preseason. In the NFL, it's ninety. The commentators even say during preseason games, you know, it's getting so hard with the spot, even with the spot charts to keep track of all the players now that the rosters are up to 90 in the preseason. <laughs> they're like, no, they're not. <laughs> make it fucking make sense. <laughs> and then I don't know what, I don't know how this happened, but I, I was going through my, I was going through my list of my players and there's players on the team that never played for the team. 
So, and I made sure it's not because it's Phil roster turned on. Cause I, I turned all that shit off, but it, they were just on the team. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck you came from by. Right. right. But, um, and, and that's the other thing is because I guess they don't have the roster limits up to 90. They don't have every player in the league. Mm. Like some of them aren't even free agents. They're just not, they don't exist. They're just not there. Yeah. Now, I was say, are they are they and so some of the other spots are they backfilled with like fake players or what's the no? There's no, they're just there's not just there. No, they don't they don't exist. Wow, huh? So that's wild. Um, do, do they have the Kelly Greens? They do have the Kelly Greens. Okay. Um, right. Now here's the issue though, and this is this is something I noticed last year. So last year for the Eagles, you know they're. Their away team or their away uniform is always the white top, green pants, and they have on occasion worn the black pants. For some reason, last year they had the default away uniform as the black pants, which small minor thing pissed me off. They also, um, last year they had the Kelly Greens, they had the alternates and everything, but it seemed like they didn't have the alternates for every team. They did have this this year. They have the alternates for the, they have the Kelly Greens, and they also have the all black, so the black helmet too, which you will not see this season because you can only have two helmets max. Right. You can only have the green helmet, or, or and we have the green helmet and the Kelly Green. But that's just technical sports games in general. They always have right. extra right. crap you can throw so, on. Yeah. I, I'm and believe me, I'm I'm stoked about that because I I love the Kelly Greens. They look great in the game. Um, the only thing I don't know, and and I and I'm sure we'll find out eventually, is on the back of the helmet they have the Eagles in the new word mark mm-hmm. on the Kelly Greens. I don't know if they're doing the new word mark or if they're doing the old school. Either way, uh, it doesn't matter. It's not right. It's a minor in consequence. It's such a minor, tiny thing that it's. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, fuck you, NFL, <laughs> you or Madden, you couldn't get that shit right." <laughs> that should be like the only thing you said. Right, like that's like, oh, the game is so awesome, and like, you know what though? The one thing that really grinds my gears, <laughs> the one thing that's really chupacabra gets my goat. <laughs> nah, um, I, I, I'll right. give him a break on that. That's the one place I'll give him a break. Let's um, all right. Before we before we move on to some more positivity, you got any more negativity to shed? Um, <clears throat> trying to think. I don't think. The, the, I mean, the, the Eagles are – Marcus Mariota looks like shit. Um, but – Not good. But I will say this. And, and I hate to I hate to, to give him a pass on this because uh, Tanner McKees looked great. And he's playing with worse – arguably worse players. He's also playing against worse players. True. How does Marcus Mariota look behind the Eagles' starting offensive line how does he look with the weapons that the starting offense provides? Could be night and day. Then Fair again, we also saw Gardner Minshew last year come out, put up 40 spot on Dallas, still lose because the defense, the defense cost him the game and Quez Watkins fumbling away the ball cost him the game. And then come out and lay a turd against uh who the fuck was it? New Orleans. Right. Right? And lose to New Orleans. Um, but I, I'm really impressed with Tanner McKee. 
I do see people calling for us to get rid of Mariota and sign Nick Foles. And I can't – I understand where they're coming from. But at this point, I don't think Nick Foles wants to play. I think Nick yeah. Foles, if he signs a contract, it's going to be like a one-day retirement contract so he can retire as an Eagle. Right, right. And, and here's my thoughts, too. I, I've, I've really watched him. I've read a lot and I've seen some clips. My thing is you keep Mariona short leash. Again, you're talking about second stringers. So hope to God that you know he's not used very often for anything. Right. However, if it does come to that short string, one quarter, couple series, whatever it may be, and if he is just not performing whatsoever, I think that's when you slap Tanner McKee in and see what you have, and then you make your decisions from there. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I think that's a negligible thing when you're talking about having one of the top flight quarterbacks in the league and hope he can stay healthy for that season Jalen. Um, but who knows, you know, I mean, and then on the, on the defensive side of the ball, for the love of God, get the fuck rid of Derek Barnett. <laughs> the guy's a walking fucking yellow flag get his ass <laughs> off of this team before he costs us a fucking game. He, Big surprise was involved in a scuffle before the fight broke out at at uh, practice today. At joint practice today, yeah. So now started by one Jason Kelsey because he took exception to a uh, a hit that was laid on Kenny Gainwell, and so yeah, he fucking yeah. laid some dude out. Um, but Derek Barnett was involved in some extracurriculars before that happened. Because he's a fucking hothead who doesn't know how to hold his temper. Get him the fuck off the team. I don't care that you just guaranteed $3 million of his contract. I don't give a fuck. Get rid of him. <laughs> he sucks. Thank you for recovering the fumble in the Super Bowl. Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that enough negativity, Shed? Oh, also, fuck the Sixers. <laughs> Carol Morley is a piece of shit. Fuck him. I know. Okay. Before I before we go here, though, we do have to let's say a little bit of positivity, real quick. Positive things. Uh, Phillies are still looking good. Still cooking. Yeah. Um, uh, just you know, again, maybe maybe a couple of hiccups here and there, but this team just you know fighting. Um, they're looking good. Uh, won a couple of big games against the Giants here. Um, you know, and we're talking football. I almost said the New York Giants. Um, that's that's that, bad. that would be the New York football giants. Yeah, yeah. No, I almost said that. Um, but no, they're, they're looking good. Um, Trey's got got a hot bat again. Hell yeah, uh, you know, and it's uh, it's cool to see some uh, contributions just kind of from everybody. You know, hey, Brandon uh, Marsh is back. Yeah, Marsh is back. Uh, Harper's obviously. Uh, <laughs> you know, whether they're out of the park or in the park. Um, yeah. Hitting some bombs, and uh, tell you what, Alvarado came back tonight uh, on the, on the mound, so uh, that was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, Through a nice, nice, nice seventh inning. I don't know. It's just um, uh, everything's clicking right right now. The four games up in the wild card race. These were two important games to win, uh, mainly because that's one of your biggest competitors in that race. Look, I think we've talked about this year before. They're, they're not going to win the division. Um, no. the, the Braves are just running away with it at this point. Acuna, if that guy is not the MVP, I don't know 
you know, that guy's got to have the MVP twice over um, for the NL anyway. It's just ridiculous. It's got to be Acuna and Otana. Otani, excuse me, Otani. Um, which I believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That guy. <laughs> uh, I would imagine that uh, I think they were talking about because the Phillies play the Angels soon, and I believe it lines up for Otani to pitch against the Phillies. And not looking forward to that one. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I'm looking forward to it. You know why? So we can see our new ace pitcher in action in Philly. Or wait, is it in Philly or is it in LA? Uh, I think it's in Philly. There we go. Let's let's, let's look real real quick here before. Real quick here before we wrap up. So they they start playing next Monday, um, and it's in Philly. Uh, so they get, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Dude, so here's the deal. Look, Philly fans, I know none of you are listening, but here's the deal. We show that dude some fucking love, man. Show him what it's like to play in Philly. Get him. Start the recruiting now. Let's get Otani to Philly, right? It's it's perfect. It lines up great. You're not wrong. I'm not saying go out there and cheer him, but if you know, or maybe we do. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I've never cheered an opponent an opponent before, but maybe Mike Trout gets some cheers. Maybe maybe Otani gets some cheers, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, I like, I like the, I like the idea. I like the concept. And you know, here's crazy though. Real quick before we before we sign off here, the Angels right now, as we record, sit at sixty one and sixty four. Uh, so they are far back in the AL West. Not as far back as the Oakland Athletics. That's just sad. Yeah. Um, but talk about a team that went all in basically at the deadline and has just absolutely fallen apart. And, um, look, I hope they're competitive games. I always do it. So I just love watching good baseball. Um, so I, I hope uh, hope you're right. Hope Otani does get some love and say, oh, yeah, look at that. I'm going to play here. Um, man, I talk about a team that just fell off the wagon after Dude, making man. a bunch of moves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking like fucking falling off the wagon into the gutter. And then getting splashed by an oncoming car. Like, yeah, they have just been, it's been brutal. Like, I definitely expect them to make a run. Like you said, they went all in. They got uh, Giolito. They got, you know, they got all these players. And it's, I don't, it, dude, is it, is it the stadium? I don't know. You have, be, it, be, so, uh, well, let's look at that. So, um, home, there are two games over 500. Hmm. Okay. In a way, they're five under five hundred, so it's basically a wash. Yeah, like, uh, I, dude, it's it's got to be the it's got to be the the uh, organization. It's just cursed. I don't even really, You have Babe Ruth, and you have, I mean, Trout yeah. has some injury history there. Uh, let's not let's not kid ourselves. You basically have two of the best players, though, when healthy, um, generationally, and. Um, you're sitting three games in the five country. It's just right. not good. Right. Not good. Two, two of the best players generationally, and one of them pitches and plays the field. So you're – dude, you're just – God, they're getting yep. wasted at this point. Like, just free them. Let yeah. them free. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I thought about the Otani thing. I thought for sure, you know, whether, you know, they were hovering that 500 mark and, yeah – 
I mean, it's still feasible to make that wild card run, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I just I thought for certain, you know, I think I just I I almost was almost like fantasizing about the trade hall. What could have he had brought them? Oh you know, yeah, you know, basically for a team that would have had him as a rental and possibly, you know, sign him to a long term deal. But what could that have possibly looked like? And it's like, my goodness, the Angels could have had it all. <laughs> and if you look at the two guys that we sent out there, you know, Moniac's not playing bad this year. He's got, uh, was he got 12 home runs? He's hitting 270 something. You know, Logan O'Hop isn't quite hitting what I had thought he was going to when, when he was here. And I was thinking maybe we should keep him and, and trade JT. Um, when it was looking like he wasn't really, you know. Right, and he just came back. Like, right. he just came back. So, well, maybe we'll see what he what happens with him because he was injured from, like, basically the end of April till now. So, four months on the on the injured list. Oh, yeah, and he's – okay, he's only got 62 at-bats so far this season, so I'm not judging him by that. But, I mean, 62 at-bats, he's already got four homers. He's just hitting 242. So, yeah, yeah, and everything with him happened really early on. Like he was, he was on fire, and then boom, got got injured, and that was it. So, yeah, I mean, Mickey Moniac, but, on the other hand, uh, let's see, Moniac's been giant at bats. He's got thirty nine RBI. He's got uh, let's see, twelve homers, six stolen bases, and he's hitting two seventy four. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's very hot and cold. He's uh, he's been a good ball player. I mean. Uh, for any kind of comparison, I think my best comparison uh, with with him is Brandon Marsh. Uh, Marsh obviously has been a um, better player. Uh, Two eighty one eight homers, forty four runs knocked in, uh, and metrically higher a uh, higher WAR. Uh, um, but he's also had more at bats too. Uh, right. But uh, that's to me that that's my my I've always compared those two. Not many more at bats, by the way. Only about sixty. Um. Because that's where it would have been without if, if you don't make that Marsh O'Hop and then the Moniac swap for Syndergaard, if none of that happens, you basically have Moniac in center. Um right. But you know, even with the statistically lining up better for Marsh, uh just on the team, Marsh is a much better fit. Yes. So and, and you can see it in everything that, that goes on, you know. Yeah, so anyhow, but um, all right, any uh closing words? Fuck Dallas. <laughs> <laughs>